0: John chapter 20, verses 19 through 23. That Sunday evening, the disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. Suddenly, Jesus was standing there among them. Peace be with you, he said. As he spoke, he showed them the wounds in his hands and in his side. They were filled with joy when they saw the Lord. Again, he said, Peace be with you, as the Father has sent me. So I am sending you. Then he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. It seems that there is a mystery that is unfolding here. The theme of darkness, which is a tool used by John in his gospel, shows that the disciples were still living in the darkness. They were in the grips of fear of the Jewish leaders because they did not know if they were being pursued. They were hiding so as not to be found. But they were found. Not by the Jewish leaders, though, but by the risen Jesus. He has to tell them peace, as they would have probably been freaking out at the sight of Jesus standing in the room with them. He showed them the wounds to affirm he was who he said he was. How do we know this really happened? Couldn't it simply be the testimony of someone who had a vested interest in this story being true? Could the disciples be in cahoots as they try to pull the wool over the eyes of those who claimed a victory by the death of Jesus? Many people would and are hard-pressed to believe the testimony of these men and women who experienced the resurrection and presence of Jesus firsthand. For me, a deeply compelling argument for the veracity or truth of these testimonies is that every person in that room that night went to their grave without denying this happened when they were faced with imminent death, they still did not recant. In fact, every trial, torture, and painful experience they had, they assumed was a blessing in order to tell others about the risen Savior. That in itself is incredible. The unity of purpose and story that these people gave to the world is a great testament to how serious they believed in this occurrence. They did not waver, and the course of history was changed from this night on. The awakening they had when they saw Jesus didn't just change their lives, it has changed our lives as well. The worldwide and millennia-long impact of this night is an access point in which history hangs. I was speaking to a friend of mine the other day who has deconverted from faith in Jesus. He told me that he tells his children that Jesus was real, just not anything other than a man who people really respected. This conversation happened in front of another gentleman who is not a believer, but was deeply interested in the conversation. The third man asked why he was worth talking about if he was just another historical figure. My first friend tried to give an answer about values and morals and the importance of some of the teachings of Jesus, basically making the, he was a good guy argument. The man then turns to me and asks why I still believe in Jesus. My answer was simple. There is too much evidence that lives are transformed, that people are changed, and that when they really meet Jesus, they are never the same. Those that claim to have seen him after his resurrection, without education, training, status, or influence, have changed the world. I don't know that this was as powerful of an answer as it should have been, but there was a flash of awakening in the eyes of the man we were speaking to. I can't claim conversion, but I can claim conversation with the man. And sometimes, a conversation is the first step in an awakening. How does the change we see in these people that met Jesus that night affect your thoughts on Jesus? How do you think you would have reacted to this occurrence? What can you tell someone about why you believe in Jesus?